a winter games update. Thanks to Bridgestone, proud partner of the Australian Olympic team. The Winter Olympics in Pyeongchang have passed the halfway mark. Australia has three medals, two silver and a bronze, and none more. And uh, one more medal chance to complete uh, in the next few hours. The sport is taking centre stage, but uh, there's no doubt the uh, political manoeuvring on the sidelines is also getting a, a lot of attention. My Sunday evening co-host Natalie Peters in South Korea covering her fourth Olympic Games, and she joins me on the line. Thanks, Nat, for joining us tonight, and sorry for coming to you so late. Oh, I don't mind at all. Great to chat to you, Paki. We'll uh, get to sport in a moment, but let's stick with politics. The South Korean president has spoken over the weekend. Yeah, Jae Moon uh, spoke to journalists at the main press centre here in Pyeongchang. And obviously he's had an incredibly busy week. Week one of the Games, hosting dignitaries from all around the world, I guess most notably from North Korea and the United States. And he said that that tour by North Korean dignitaries was a success when it comes to increasing communications between the warring nations. As you know, Kim Jong-un's sister Mm. was here and and she's the first person from the ruling family to visit the South in more than 70 years. Now, she extended an invite to President Moon, asking him to travel north of the demilitarised zone for a meeting in Pyongyang. Now, he has been asked about that. He's he's not prepared at this stage to commit to a meeting with the North Korean Mm. leader in North Korea. He said there are many expectations but it's just too early. So I, I think that's clearly the, the appropriate stance at this stage. The games are still underway. Uh, North Korea has been on the charm offensive while the world is watching. But I tell you what, it wasn't long ago Kim Jong-un was threatening to annihilate mm. his enemies. So Completely. I think um, the South is, is wary of jumping a bit too fast. Yeah, you, yeah, you're absolutely right. I think that's exactly what's happening there. And the US vice president has also been in South Korea and went to great lengths to avoid the North Koreans. Did the South Korean president mention the US role in all of this? Yeah, he said that there's a a growing understanding of the need for talks between the United States and North Korea. So he says that he expects the relations between the Koreas to improve in the future. And he thinks that the shared understanding to have talks between the United States and North Korea is growing. So essentially, he's hoping that the inter-Korean talks will lead eventually to talks between the US and the North and eventually denuclearization talks. So uh, we're, we're talking about talking about talks if that makes sense yeah 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 so it's just basically talks speculating about it yeah yeah yeah. it's all and that yeah go on go on saying that that the the u.s is um is getting closer to i guess understanding the need for talks with you know with uh, north korea that's exactly right and i suppose that's a sort of diplomatic approach they want to start taking as well let's get on to the sport it's day nine of the olympics let's run through some results starting with the ski slope style where russ henshaw was in action yeah, this is a sport that sees skiers go down a course of rails, boxes and jumps one by one. Now, it was a pretty gallant effort from Russ Henshaw, who's from Sydney but lives down in Jindabyne. He only just received medical clearance to race or to compete in the event. He's had a, a shocking run of knee injuries over the years. His dad famously donated part of his own hamstring to get Russ into competition back in 2011. Wow. And he's done a lot more damage over that time. So he was in a lot of pain. You could see that he could hardly put weight on his left leg at the bottom of the run, but he managed to do two qualification runs. Wasn't quite enough to get him into the top 12. He finished 19th, but he's since spoken saying, look, he's just happy to have made the start line and, and put down those two clean runs, given that he was struggling to walk last week. 
Wow, wow, that's unbelievable about his dad as mm. well helping him out. We um, had two alpine skiers on the race course as well. Yeah, Dom Demshaft finished 33rd overall in the men's giant slalom at the Alpine Centre. And 33rd out of 110 in the world is not bad at all. Now, we had one other competitor in the race, Harry Laidlaw, but he didn't finish his first run. There were about 25 skiers that didn't complete the course in the first run and he was among them but for Dom Demshaw 33rd out of about 110 starters so good performance for him. Absolutely and coming up uh, tonight one of our middle hopes is about to compete in the finals of the men's aerial skiing. Yeah this is David Morris it was a close call last night in qualifications he missed the first direct qualification but managed to land a solid quadruple in the second qualifying round and made the top 12 so the format for tonight is all 12 athletes jump at around 10 o'clock Sydney time, 9 o'clock Brisbane time. They then get reduced down to nine and then down to six. And the top six then go into the super final where they bring out their best tricks. Now, if the wind doesn't pick up too much, Dave Morris plans to pull out his biggest trick, which is a five-twisting jump. He has landed it in training. He's the only Australian to ever land it. And if he gets into the super final and pulls that off and lands it, um, I think that we could be in for a medal tonight. He's had a bit of a rough time leading into the games. He hasn't had a podium finish during the World Cup season. He didn't even make the finals in the past four events, so he's already done better than that. But also... Emotionally, he almost pulled out of Pyeongchang when his mother was diagnosed with lung cancer. Yeah. This happened late last year, and uh, she urged him to continue on. And um, the, the, the family's really well known on the World Cup circuit and the Olympic circuit. That uh, his father Shane, his mother Margaret, and, and brother Peter, who is always wearing some kind of crazy green and gold or Australian flag suit, they're always in the stands. And um, so, obviously, an emotional thing to not have his mother here. She'll be watching on home. Yeah. And, uh, but no doubt he'll have her in his thoughts when he, uh, when he goes for a medal tonight. And let's hope he wins one. Nat, great stuff and thanks for your time tonight. Thanks, Packy. That's uh, Sunday evening co-host Natalie Peters reporting live there from Pyeongchang in South Korea. And you can hear all of Nat's reports and those of James Willis across our programs uh, on the Macquarie Network and also, of course, on Macquarie National News.